Have you ever forgotten a password? Well, worry no more, because you can come on down to uh, Zach's Computers, uh, where we've got some of the best password recovery technology that this side of the Swan River. I lost some Bitcoins? Well, then don't worry. Just come on down to Zach's Computers. We'll, we'll help you out. No dramas. Is that it? Do you want me to say anything? Come on down to Zach's Computers. Welcome to Crab Chat, the unofficial fantasy podcast you never want to hear on for. I'm your host, Manny the Mandaclaw, and I'm just pouring myself a glass of Deepwoods Estate, Ivory, Semyon Savion Blanc from Margaret River, because it's 10.49pm when I'm hitting record on this little number. But we're due, we are overdue a potty, there is no doubt about that. Anna's in bed, so it's going to be a little more subdued, but um, let me have a sip of wine. And let's get this shit started. First of the headlines. There's an old saying in the What My Crab League. A final is much like a woman. If you're in one, it's amazing. If you're not in one, then they absolutely do not matter. Second headline. Tim discovers Etsy. Has a design idea for everything that has already been made. Kyle receives his first instalment of Elijah... Not sure if pinky finger or underdeveloped penis. And Morgan received his 10th layer Organa figurine. Has also booked himself in for a prostate exam this week. Unclear if there is any connection at this time. A couple of shout-outs here. Uh, Justin, hope you're having a nice FIFO swing. And um, Reese, you asked for justice to be served. And I believe we did. Let's go through the results, and boy have we missed some results. So I'm going to take you all the way back to round 20, which was the first week of finals. Los Bolas defeated the Kraloops, roughly 100 points. Casserole defeated Zach McCarry, nearly 200 points. Crabshack beat Kelham Scrabs, close fixture, only 13 points, so we'll take a look at that one. Janitors beat myself by over 100 points. So diving into the match of the round, Kyle versus Crabshack. What went wrong? What went wrong? Ah, that's what went wrong. Kyle had Nick Newman, 19 points. That was a real kick in the dick for Kyle. Whoa, Brody Smith, 141. Good thing I dropped him. Round 21. Let's take a look. Just the two games in round 21. Also, the Cradloops taking on Chicken Casserole. 50 points in that one. Uh, ben won. And then the second fixture, Crabshack beat me by roughly the same margin, 60 points. Let's have a look at those fixtures. Benny vs. Dingo's was, of course, potential toady category, but we'll get to that at the end of the year. Because Jack Steele let down the Cradloops with only 184 points as captain. Meanwhile, James Sicily scored 101 Earlier in the year, there was, of course, a trade between Jordan and Ben. We saw Jack Steele get the better of Ben during the uh, regular season. 
but it seems um, it seems the Sicilians have had the last laugh in this one. Lost to digest there. Potential toady nomination, but we'll get to those later. And that second fixture between myself and John, where it was all about Taylor Walker and Brody Smith. Sputting it off between the two of them. Taylor Walker's going to be 27 points. Playing less like a Tyrannosaurus Rex and more like a... I don't know, a shit dinosaur. Um, Brody Smith, just the 33 points. Playing more like a Joe Bloggs than a Brody Smith. I don't know. Shit, shit joke. Um, round 22. This was, of course, last week. Uh, neither of the fixtures are particularly close. About 80 points in both of them. Lost Bolas, of course, got up over the Crab Shack. A measly 1098 in the in his last game of the year. We've been disappointed with that after being top scorer for the year. In that one, Luke Ryan and Sam Draper nearly threw it all away for Los Bolas with just 42 and 47 each, but solid performances all round. On the Crab Shack side of things, still side bottom. Guess his um, bottom was not steel. Maybe he put it on backwards that morning. Another shit joke, but yeah, we'll, we'll move on. Um, clearly, I haven't prepared any material. Next round, Robbers Janitors, 12.39, plays Chicken Casserole, 11.64. Got to say, Benny, I was pretty happy to see you not make a grand final. Means we get a guaranteed new name on the cup. And um, after carrying you all year, Rory Laird, 184 as captain. His first real letdown. Nearly achieving big status. And to be honest, if I was uh, Simon, I'd probably be... Grateful that he's playing Tim in the grand final and not you, Ben, because your your team was hot. It was hot fucking pies. But Timmy Bob, wow, 12.39 in the uh, the prelim there, and that's, that's how to set the tone for a GF. We'll come to the final preview a little bit later. Um, let's take a quick look at the pigs and the piglets. In honour of our... Um, our comedy winner this year, Jared, I've decided to short sort the uh, pigs and piglets based on their last three average. So from the top, Rowan Marshall for the chicken casserole, 133 average in his last three there. Brad Crouch, 119. Jai Simpkin for the Curl Herms Crabs, 119. Max Gorn for the Canning River Scoopers, 118. Nice to see he um, played well for you when it counted, Zach. And then, couldn't be anyone else, could it? But Luke Parker in the top five for last three average pigs. 117 points. That was, of course, for Kyle. I mean, the claw. Um, same same person, really. Both, both were in finals. But turning to your favourite segment, of course, is the piglets. And these are the owned players. Their last three average. Nathan Broad. 37.7, and unsurprisingly, at Crustacean FC. Not much better than him was Josh Battle. Could say he lost the war. He had a last three average of 42.7. That's dog shit. Rory Lobb, also for, <laughs> unsurprisingly, Crustacean FC. Last three average of 44.7. Thank fuck he's injured Freya this week, because that guy... He's useless. 
Number four piglet, Hugh Greenwood. More like Hugh Dry Pine. It's another good joke. Um, he had a last average of 47 for the Bowdens. And then bring up the rear. Wow. Crustacean FC had, <laughs> had, um, had three piglets in the bottom five. Uh, perennial spud of the year, Jack Graham. Averaging 49.7 in his last three. Shane Edwards retired earlier this week. I recommend Jackie probably have a good hard thing about it as well. Fucking spud. Something to look forward to. Got the crabbies towards the end of the year. Here are the categories that I'll be putting forward. Coach of the year. Fuck up of the year. Podcast of the year. Trade of the year. Meme of the year. Low effort meme of the year. Side bet of the year. Draft pick of the year. And then this year, to make up for my failures from last year, I've decided to do two team of the years. It's going to be a real team of the year and a mean team of the year. So hopefully that gets you a little bit excited. I'm going to do three nominations for each one. And we'll touch on a few of those now. So coach of the year, we've got Simon Ringrose, minor premiership. Tim Robinson, grand final winner. Calling it now. And total points scored, John Morris. We'll take your pick. Fuck up of the year will feature things like John Moritz captaining Tom Cutler when he came off the bench. Cyber of the year. We'd love to see some nominations. Trade of the year. I'm looking at John Noble for Jack Sinclair for Jake Lloyd. I'm looking at Zach Merritt for Trap Spoke. Grand final week might have a impact on how highly that trade ranks. And also Jack Steele for James Sisley. Oh, and $300 for Luke Parker. Turning now to New Gun Potty segment, Nathan Chatwatch. Scrolling. 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 Oh, I'm just going to search. I'm going to search for when we last tagged Nathan and see if there was a response because I don't think uh, he's spoken in a while. Fuck you, Nathan. Just roasted Nathan. Nathan Amaral holding on to Jaeger Amira. Who wants Nathan Broad? <laughs> Nathan Broad getting more airtime than Nathan. Disappointing Wednesday from Nathan. Yeah, true. What was with that, Nathan? He had no meeting Wednesday and absolutely not a peep in the chat. Sorry, Nathan, can I give him away? Nathan, Emily, we've got we to talk. You know what? Absolutely does not matter. Fuck Nathan. Pool trades. Let's have a look what our finals coaches have been doing in the pool this week. Jesus Christ. The 20 trades here. All right, what do we got? 
Robo Janitors added Tom Hickey. Lost Bollas added Ed Richards. Christ. I'm ginger and even I wouldn't pick that guy. Robo's Janitors added Brandon Parfit. More like Bogey Unfit. That was a better one. Uh, Lost Bollas added Liam Henry as I live and breathe. Fantastic. Oh, he's dropped him. Jordan Degoe. Jaden Degoe. Jack Degoe. Jared Degoe. Jared Graham. Jared Gresham. Sorry. Um, uh, what have we got? Lost Bolas has added Nick Nat Nui. Uh, Lost Bolas has dropped Nick Nat Nui. Um, handsome Tom Lynch comes into the side for Lost Bolas. Jeez, Tim. I really hope Tom Lynch absolutely dicks you in this GF this week. And the most recent trade was Tom, uh, sorry, Robbo dropping S. Reed, Stephen Reed, Sam Reed, Shithouse Reed, um, and adding Ben Ainsworth. More like Payne's not worth it. All right, we're going backwards again. Um, those are the pool trades. Not much, not, not, not too much interesting there. Um, new gun segment. Best decisions slash worst decisions of the year. This should be fun. All right, Simon Ringo's best decision, not drafting Liam Henry. Correct, sir. Worst decision, buying a Poco. Yeah, that's correct as well. Tim Robinson, best decision, fluking kissed mids that got forward status. Worst decision, buying a house that needs to be demolished. <laughs> yeah. I reckon there are homeless people that wouldn't live in that house, Tim. Knock it down and start again. Or build a strata. Maybe get Dinger to uh, to run the strata on it something. Just make sure you've got different coloured roofs. Otherwise, Zach won't, Zach won't be interested in buying it. House chat, new gun segment. Um, Sam, me, best decision, joining a fantasy league to ensure I have friends for life. That's cute. Worst decision, being so obsessed with fantasy that I have absolutely no friends for life. Accurate. Dinger, biggest regret was caring about finals. Best decision was letting Ben beat me. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's a good one. Benny. Best decision, drafting five Saints players. Worst decision, drafting five Saints players. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although, Brad Crouch, Rowan Marshall, fuck, they were hot. They were hot. Kyle. Best decision, selling Elijah for Jack Sinclair. Biggest regret. Logging into Zach's phone to message chicks because I have no credit left. Yeah, that didn't end too well. Sip of wine. It's good Blanc. What do you say? Do you say that's good Sauvignon? Or do you say that's good... You wouldn't say that's good Sauvignon. So you just say that's good Blanc? Blanc is white, I think, so... 
Yeah, like rather than say that's a good white, you'd say that's a good blanc. Blanc French or Latin? Hit me up in the chat. Latin chat, new gun segment. Getting back to regrets and best decisions. Um, John, best decision was coming up with poo chat. Her worst decision was the dinner side bet with Tim, because now I have to have a dinner with Tim. That's good. That's good. Maybe Tim will cook you something from RTC, TFC, or whatever that Instagram handle is. Zach, best decision. Attending draft night and choosing my own picks. Uh, biggest regret, uh, not making any loop trades. Not making any, or not make biggest regret, not making any non-loop trades. Also oh, permanent trades. I got a tip for you, Zach. Try and offer something better than not fucking someone's mum. You might get a bite. Morks, best decision was selling Parker to Kyle. Biggest regret was not asking for more money. Gags. Uh, Nathan. Unsurprisingly, didn't write in, but uh, I've um, received this commentary from other sources. Best decision, literally nothing. I haven't made a good decision in 10 years. I'm single, I live alone, and my best friend is John Moritz who kidnapped my brother. That's a reality check. Biggest regret, telling people that you need to tag me for notifications. Yeah, that was a fuck up. Josh and Baraki. Best decision, being James' brother. Yeah, what, what? Worst decision was catching up with Sam in Brisbane Airport. Ouch, dude. Fucking ouch. Shout out to Josh Murray. Actually, shout, shout out to um, Beck. Beck Sacciocho, how I pronounce your last name. If you're listening, you're not, but shout out to you anyway, Beck, because you're a fucking top broad. Not only was your appearance on... Um, the potty first class. I actually added something to Tim's pretty average attempt at a 60-minute podcast. But you've also got a killer Monopoly deal game. Game recognizes game. Fucking hustling, bitch. Um, and that brings us to Jared. Best decision. Deprioritizing fantasy podcasting and coaching to focus on my final year of uni. Biggest regret. Deprioritizing fantasy coaching as to focus on my final year of uni. I hope you got some good fucking uni grades, Jared, because you got some bad fucking fantasy grades. Because we are getting tested all the time. Alright, let's, let's do a little GF preview. Why not? Because I've got to fill this time somehow. It's been pretty low energy potty, but that's what you get. Ticking past 11.07. What's for one? That's good blog. Uh, fixtures. Here we go. Round 23. Boys, we made it. It is the grand final. Oh. You'll have to go back to your wives, your significant others. Not you, late, Nathan. You live alone. You'll have to go back to... um. I don't know, scotch, stocks, something like that, 
Woody, Nathan, pop it in the chat. Woody, Woody, hold close to you at night. What are you snuggling up to for warmth? I'll wait till Wednesday to get a reply. Um, I won't get one. You don't listen. Uh, here we go. Okay, round 23 matchup. Yeah, boys, we made it. Here we are. New, going to be a new name on the trophy. It will either be Los Bolas Aficionados, coached by Mr. Simon Ross Ring Rose, managed by Giuseppe Bellagio, or it will be Robo's Janitors, coached by Tim Robertson, managed by Tim's big fucking dog. Starting from the top, Ed Richards plays Tom Stewart. Ellis got the ceiling. Tommy good for a 90 to 100. Call out dead heat, I reckon. Richards v. Dawson. Yuck. I'm going to see Simon's playing some Luke shit here, so I'm going to go Luke Ryan v. Dawson. Advantage Dawson. 10 points. Coming v. Houston. Dead heat. Mills v. Miller. Dead heat. Merritt v. Keys. Tag watch on Merritt, but I'm going to assume he still goes pretty well. Actually, sorry. I'm going to do fuck, fucking Tim. Tim, put your fucking players in order from just highest score to lowest score. It's not hard. False Aki's actually done that, but Ben Keys is shit. So I'm going to do Merritt v. Guthrie. I give Merritt 10 point advantage there. What do we got here? Brayshaw v. Keys. Keys plays forward. Good night, Irene. He's only good for a 70. I'm going to give him Benison out. I'm going to give him a 90-pointer here. Brayshaw, 100-pointer. 10 points to ringer. Jordan to go for Trent Cochin. Honestly, dead heat, I reckon. Averaging similar. They're probably both good for a 90, maybe even 100 this week. Yeah. So moving into the rucks, we've got Simon up by 10 points, but... This could be one of the matchups of the round. Simon has no second ruck option at this point, which is interesting. So he's relying on last three average piglet, Sammy Drapes. And he's coming up against Tom Hickey. Timmy, of course, also has Ben McAvoy on the bench, who's um, actually had a tidy couple of last rounds, courtesy of Hawthorne not having a ruck. It's with that. Um, so I'm going to give Tim point. Tim at least a 20-point advantage there. Could even be more, to be honest. Moving into the forwards, this is where Simon really comes into his own. He's got Will Brody and Zach Butters. Easily both good for 100, in my opinion. Big Tommy Lynch. Whoa, couldn't he be the story of the GF? Couldn't he be the story of the GF? She reflecting on this season, I think that's one of the lessons I've learned, is when the chips are down like they were for me a couple of weeks ago against John. Just play for theatre. No one's going to remember if Tex Walker scores, I don't know, 80 points and gets you home by like a, a few points or something. No one's going to remember that. What people will remember if I played Josh Kennedy in his final game and he'd scored 140 points and got me up against John. Those are the Jack Darlings of our league. And I implore you boys, when the chips are down, play for theatre. We need more Jack Darlings. We need more Elliot Yo's. 
Actually, we don't need more Elliot Yo's because that guy's a cunt. Shout out, Yoey. Hope you're growing over heels. Um, sorry, going back to the forwards here. So we've got uh, Timmy Taranto is actually sitting on the bench, but he's been selected. So a little bit of, little bit of looping business hobby going there. Um, Timmy v. Tommy. Tom Libertura, that is. Advantage Timmy. But honestly, pretty even. I'm going to say Butters v. Smith. Slight advantage Butters there, I think. They've got, they're actually even average, but have got Butters probably scoring more. And then Goulden v. Uh, Will Brody, I guess. I'd have to go Will Brody there. But Goulden has been playing a bit more half-back and absolutely frothing that role. Honestly, real close. I think, I think Simon could be in trouble with the Rucks. I think he's going to give up. Could even give up like 30, 40 points if Sammy really drinks and stinks it up. He's coming up against Richmond as well. Yeah, who knows? I think um, I've got Timmy. I've got Timmy, and I'm going to say Timmy by 30 points. Key players for me this week, I reckon, is um, Brandon Ellis. Massive ceiling. Could go enormous. Suns v. North. Could be huge. Merritt, tag watch. Huge tag watch on Merritt. He's coming up against Richmond. Might put a bit of time into him. Another key play for me is Ben Keys. If he plays forward, 70 points. If he plays mid, 100 points. Showdown. Playing in the showdown. Maybe they stuck him back in the middle. And then... Yeah, rocks have already, as I've already pointed out. I don't think many of the, the loop players are going to make a difference. So that's it. Those are my three watches for the week. Brandon Ellis, Zach Merritt, Ben Keys. But what the fuck do I know? Because I want to go back to my potty predictions. Jeez, some were horrible. Reflecting on the year that was, let's have a look. Predictions. Alright, so I made these predictions on the 31st of March. This is what I had. Sky Scoop is number one. Fuck, Zach, your year. Spent most of the year playing Ed Langdon and Carl Amon and Tim Kelly. In your midfield, mate. That is reminiscent of my 2020 season when I had Setterfield, Florent, some other spuds. So Scoopers definitely got that one wrong. Second place I had myself, not far off, hadn't finished third. Cray Loops I had third, not far off, finished fourth. Janitors I had fourth, pretty close, finished second. LBAFM fifth. Obviously, he finished a bit higher. But I'm pretty happy with that top five. Actually, I'm happy with the top six because I had Krebs in sixth and he finished fifth. So give yourself a pat on the back for that, for that top half, aside from the scoopers. Here's where it went wrong. Jared Zilstra, Crustacean FC. I had you at seven. What happened, man? What happened? I mean, we know what happened. You finished last because you suck um, and you didn't draft your own team. 
So number one. It's a good blog. Eighth position I had Bowden's. I don't know, I think that's about right. Ninth position I had Marocci. Pretty close. Uh, two I definitely got wrong. I had John Moritz in 10th and Benny in 11th. Both of those guys made a um, made a prelim in the end. So hats off to you boys. I don't know where you pulled it from, but uh, I mean, I mean, it helps that John got Bailey Smith and Marcus Bontempelli at forward status. But um, yeah, Benny, only team to ever make finals every year. Congratulations. Still hold that uh, hold that claim to fame. And then um, in 12th position, I actually predicted Morgs. Bloody hell, Morgan. Well done on surviving. Because I think you took Crisp with pick two. He had an average year. And you took Merritt with pick one, who died. Um, so maybe maybe throw Morgan into coach of the year category. Not because he did any good, but he, um, he just scrapped and he scraped and... Didn't finish too bad in the end. Also, you could say he got bang for his buck on his players. Um, have I got anything else here? What have I got in the notes? Oh, yes. Couple of couple of um, stories developing around the grand final here. This is reportedly a rift within the playing group at um, Robbo's janitors heading into this weekend, with Ben McAvoy set to retire. Robbo had this to say about Ben. He's close to the end, and we need to make sure we put all of our own personal issues and indifferences to one side and see if we can help him achieve what he wants to achieve in his last handful of games. Some very strange words from Tim there. Um... Ben McAvoy has been somewhat of a servant for this for the Robo Shanders Club. I believe he's played there in previous years. Correct me if I'm wrong, Tim. Don't fact check me. Is there a rift in the playing room? Could be. Story developing at Los Boss is that um, Simon has apparently selected 21 Callum Mills uh, to join Callum Mills um, in his 22 for this weekend. Uh, Callum will be playing. Um, down back, in the midfield, up forward, and in the ruck. It's a pretty wise move from Simon. Let's see how that plays out. League is currently investigating the legality of, of that decision. And on the back of that, uh, on the back of those stories, I um, decided to catch up with the two coaches to uh, see how they're feeling before the um, before the big dance. Mate, you bloody, you bloody, hey, mate, you bloody hang up on me again and I'll hack your Facebook account, all right? <laughs> I bloody, um, I jumped in the car and turned it on and it cooked me. Anyway. Um, um, how you going? Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, you want to quickly... Are you working from home or are you at the office? No, I'm working from home, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't... I would love this if you were at the office. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call a what mud grab member mid-office for that. <laughs> Hey, go on, Sammy, you big cunt, you big crabby cunt. <laughs> I'm loudspeaker. Uh, uh, you got time for a quick chat? Yeah, yeah I'm driving home. 
Alright, alright. I'm post night shift. Oh, shit. That would have been gross. How many night shifts you had in a row? Or just the one? Um, three in a row. Uh, they go from eight to nine. Uh, I had to stay a bit late. So, yeah, I am feeling great. You're probably toasted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so you're going to get me my, at my best. Yep, excellent. That's what we like. Take advantage of the week. Um, <laughs> yeah, good. Okay. Uh, I'm joined now by. Do I, get the, do I get these? Do I get the questions in advance to have some prep, or no. it's just off the cuff? There you go. Obviously no. I'm. I'm actually. I, I haven't even prepped any questions, so I'm just making these up on the fly. <laughs> yeah, good. All right, I'm joined now by um, Timmy Two Bob Robertson, coach of the uh, of the, the fuck you called Robert's janitors. Janitors, you fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just not used to talking about the janitors in postseason. This is a first. Um, Timmy, first first, first question. How are you feeling? Yeah, feeling really good. Um, I'm the highest scoring team left in the comp, so that puts me in good stead. Well, you're uh, there's only back. two teams left, so it wouldn't be yeah, hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bit, um, of, bit of selective selective statistics from you there. Can't complain. <laughs> no, it's, it's it is true. You've been you've been on a, a nice little run. Um, although I did see on the week off that you and Simon had, you both <laughs> scored dog shit scores. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Someone like Jared could beat me that week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My team shut the bed. But it doesn't matter. You turned up when it matters, and that is Absolutely. critical. Yeah. Look, I'm just gonna I'm gonna ask you a quick, a quick few questions about about um, your opposition, about your team. Um, and how are you feeling in general? So let's um, let's start with one Ben Keys. He has obviously played a bit of a forward tagging role in the last few weeks and hasn't scored as well. Are you feeling a bit nervous about little Benny there in the midfield? Uh, yeah, thanks for that. Um, yeah, he's gone from being inside mid to centre half forward, which just does not suit his fantasy scores. Yeah, um, I think he's averaging a solid eighty over the past five weeks. Um, yeah. But I'm hoping that last game of the season for them, big derby against the power, he might get some more midfield time. Um, so I reckon he'll bounce back last game and then go on his bad Monday. Um, so, yeah, no, hopefully hopefully, I'm expecting a big score from him this weekend. That's fair enough. You. It's pretty hard to play centre-half forward when you're five foot nothing uh, and rely yeah. solely on ground ball gets as your game of choice. Yeah, I'm re- I'm hoping that um, he doesn't go to Ollie earlier. That's going to be <laughs> the worst tackle of all time. <laughs> I look forward to seven foot big black dick Aaliyah taking marks over him all game. That would be yeah, quite fun. Yeah, he's actually going to choke a cock for yeah. four quarters. Yeah. Um, uh, that's what So I'm hoping inside mid. A little inside scoop that maybe quite a few coaches in the league haven't heard about this year Grand Slam Cam Guthrie. You nearly dropped him in around what round four or five, maybe? Yep, yep. He was. I. Uh, it was very much up for trade. Uh, he was scoring amazingly eighty per week for a good three or four weeks there. Um, and I watched the Geelong game and realised that he's shit. Um, <laughs> and then, but all of a sudden, mid-season post buys, he's alive. So, taking the John Ritz approach of doing nothing and see what happens. Has <laughs> Tried and tested. Tried and tested. <laughs> um, I was probably the only way guy didn't slide in your DMs, obviously, because I, I reckon I would have been in every other week asking for someone. What a shame. What a shame. You are consistent, which I, I applaud. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Uh, second question, uh, what's it like having the most kissed forward line in the league, you fucking dirty dog? <laughs> uh, mate, it's terrific. Um, I knew that Tom Libertore and Isaac Smith were both going forward this year. Shut the um, front door, dude. Isaac Smith takes uh, kick-ins. He starts on a wing. Prove it wrong. Libba, Libba was only playing forward because he had a sh- sore shoulder for like the first three rounds or something, and he's been full time in since. You, you're not the fucking I knew, oracle. I knew your draft night, they're both going forward. So oh, set by my time, set by my time, and and you know, um, do wait, do the patience game, and it paid off. Ugh. Good well, coaching. let's it's good coaching, Sammy. It's good coaching. <laughs> so hang on, if you knew with that with such certainty, remind me who you drafted in your forward line. Was it like fucking Jake uh, Stringer or something? <laughs> Well, to be fair, I dropped Jeremy Cameron. Um, so that's that's my forward line has actually generally been kissed. I drafted Errol Goulden um, and then two other spuds and free agent um, Nick Martin after round one, he went 150. Free agent Jeremy Cameron dropped him and then Liver and I that's it, but boys that So that's just good coaching in my books. <laughs> I think much like um, Aaron Hall in my premiership year last year, some things just purely are take a punt and see what happens. Absolutely. Yeah, like Kyle coming second. Um, slight, slight worry in your ruck, perhaps. Uh, Peter Adams might be back. Does that ruin Tom Hickey's scoring ability? Any concerns there? I did not know that. Maybe <laughs> 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 Next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, Simon, Simon, sorry, Giuseppe. Giuseppe has obviously been here in this situation before um, and lost a grand final. Do you see yeah. that as him having good experience um, and in a good place, or do you see it as him having bad memories and that playing into your hands nicely? Um, no, I see Simon um, being um, on a bridge currently. If he go, if he wins two minor premierships, no crap cups. Um, he should attach both those two <laughs> speed jump. Um, I feel I, you know, coming in fresh to first grandy um, is a fair situation to be in. So I feel like I've got the upper hand here. Very good, very good. I I agree. I think you are going in. Not as the underdog, weirdly. I, I, I slightly favour your team. Simo's got a few selection headaches. Tim Taranto, Willie, won't he? Um, all sorts going on there. Um, last question for you then. Uh, there's been a few rumours flying around, uh, and it's mainly come about from the lack of Timmy Tings this year. Um, just level with us. Have you got a ghost coach? Is Alex doing the coaching over a janitor's? Um, no, actually, I've taken the approach of, um, like I mentioned before, the fable, Johnny Maritz, of um, doing less, um, and it's worked out pretty well. Um, I try to do more on the weekend and drop Tom Lynch before he went one hour <laughs> uh, So the do less approach has actually worked. Um, so realising that my coaching is pretty poor and interfering less and just letting the boys do their bits has worked really well. Um, so it's not more a case of... Um, no Timmy Tings. It's more um, no coaching to allow myself to do a Timmy Ting. Uh, I think that's spot on. That's smart. If you are a spud, limit your involvement as much as you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, no, I'm very happy to pass on the Timmy Tings to Dilly Dings. Um, and 
allow, I think, yourself to get an Archie Dickens um, win, which I think is reasonable. Yeah, I think I have. I you know what I ha- I have to confess I haven't been keeping track of the Dickenses. <laughs> um, so I need to go back, listen to all the podcasts, yeah. or even um, being first all year, hosting, get used to it for sixteen <laughs> weeks straight, and then coming third and going out in straight sets. I think is the the Archie nomination done and dusted. And <laughs> write your name on that big dick and hang around your neck. You know what? It's it's yeah, shit. That's pretty convincing. That <laughs> it's a hard it's hard not to sell that as a Dickens. Um, <laughs> and maybe not doing a podcast for three weeks contributes to that as well. Yeah, don't hang around your neck. Sit on that dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any any final words for your players, and also any final words for Ringer. Uh, no, I just suck my balls ring up. <laughs> <laughs> Subtle and elegant as always, Timmy Bob. Thank you. Good luck on the weekend. Thanks, Victor. I appreciate it. G'day, mate. <laughs> what was that? Hey? Were you just walking out of somewhere? Yeah, I was just walking into an office. Oh, okay, cool. Have you got, like, five, ten minutes? Uh, I've got five. Okay. Do you want to do this later or do you want to do it now? Well, what do you want to do? I thought you were just calling up for a 30-second voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a full interview. <laughs> looking, looking for an exclusive here at the, uh, at the What My Crap podcast. Right, okay. Now, go on. Let's go. Nah, we can do it in five minutes. We'll do it in five minutes. I've got, I've got nothing prepared, by the way, so I'm literally just asking questions on the fly. <laughs> How do you think it's going to take 10 minutes? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> what makes you think it's going to take 10 minutes, though, if you don't even have any questions? <laughs> the one with Tim went for 10 minutes. Oh, fuck yeah. We've used that for a minute already. Go on, then. Quality material. <laughs> uh, I'm joined by uh, Simon Ringrose, coach of, uh, uh, what are you called again? Los Bolas, aficionados. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, um, obviously, Isaac, coming in your team, are you going to be looking to be coming at the end of this weekend? Uh, preferably before, during, and after. <laughs> Um, you've obviously got some selection headaches. We've seen some flipping and flopping this week in the in the pool. What are your thoughts on Timmy Taranto? Any word on the street whether he's going to be alive and well for the weekend? He is alive and available and will be out of concussion protocols and uh, will be my loop option for the weekend. Um, on the concussion protocols... On the concussion protocols, he's apparently achieving the same concussion test scores as Zach McCarry at the moment. Does that concern you at the mall at all? No, no, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, Jordan Goey is also touch and go. What's the latest on him? No, Colin, we're very confident in Jordan Goey's return. So uh, he has been straight back in off the ball. And uh, look, he's in a midfielder position at the moment. Um, I'll probably kick him out if uh, my loop works. He's probably the one to go, but still, he's an upgrade on Harry Morrison. So very happy to have Goey back. And um, obviously you've picked up Tom Lynch from the pool. Is that kind of a bit of theatre, maybe just to stick it to Tim um, if he goes 100-plus? I think Tim's activity in the pool this weekend has been horrendous. <laughs> um, he, Tom Lynch is averaging in his last three games over 100. Uh, he's coming up against Hawthorne, who are a great stream for key forwards. So it's a perfect loop option. He's going to go 150 or not. It sounds like you've given it some thought. Unsurprising headline there, Ethiopia needs swimming lessons, I think is the takeaway. (laughs) 
Uh, Big Savvy Drapes. Obviously, the ruck position has caused you some headaches, fair to say, across the whole year. Do you have confidence in Sam to bring home what you need this week? No, I don't have <laughs> which is why I have a backup plan. Ooh, backup plan. Uh, but I can't reveal that plan because uh, I don't want to tip off my direct opponent for this grand final weekend. So uh, that one I'm going to have to keep up my sleeve um, until later in the week. I look forward to watching Tim drop his entire bench and selecting every other available ruck in an attempt to scupper that plan. Please release, please release this podcast tomorrow. <laughs> Please welcome Riley Thilthorpe. What else have I got for you? Oh, yeah. Obviously, a lot of pressure um, from perhaps Giuseppe, the owner. He's seen, he's putting a lot of money. He's seen you come away with two minor premierships. Is there any concerns around your coaching tenure if you don't come away with, uh, with your name on the cup this week? No, no. Giuseppe and I have never been better. Obviously, uh, my trip to Italy earlier in the year. Uh, I met with him, I met with his family, I met with our financiers. Uh, he was thoroughly impressed by my coaching and, and my philosophy. Um, I've secured a new contract for next season, so win, lose or draw, uh, I'll be carrying on all Spolo aficionados uh, with the support of Giuseppe. That's great to hear, that's great to hear. Um, Angus Brayshaw has obviously had a stellar year. We've been hearing rumours that you've asked all 11 starting players to wear a helmet this weekend. Can you confirm or deny? Uh, deny. <laughs> Simply not true. <laughs> um, final question for you. Uh, Will Brody has had a massive year, of course. Uh, there's rumours that, that Nat Fife may be sneaking back into the side. Um, any cause for concern there? Nah, no cause for concern. Uh, Rory, Rory Lobster is very sore. He'll park himself full forward if playing at all. Griffin Logue also sore, also in doubt. Fife's going to spend a lot of time forward. And even when Fife was back, he wasn't affecting Brody's scores too much. So um, they like him as that centre bounce midfielder, and, and so do I at Los Bola. Sounds like you've certainly done your research. A uh, quick one for you, more, Cal- more than the janitors would have done. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I can confirm. Tim just spoke to me, and his, his tagline for the weekend is "Do less." <laughs> In an unsurprising turn of events. Um, well, I mean that's been his philosophy for the season. I don't think he, <laughs> I don't think he's actually made any coaching decisions of any relevance throughout the season. <laughs> it just, you know, round six comes along and he gets Liberatore out forward and says thank you, and then round twelve comes along and he gets Isaac Smith and says thank you. None of, none of this is planned from the chum. I did pose the question as to whether Alex had maybe taken over the reins um, from like <laughs> Timmy Tings we've seen this year. Um, severe lack of Timmy Tings, actually, yes. which is probably a result of his do less philosophy. And maybe he's safe. The one time he made a decision, he <laughs> dropped Tom Lynch. Yeah, he did reference that. He <laughs> did reference that. Um, who do you like more this weekend? Obviously, you'll be doing a, a VCC loop option, but who do you like more, Zach Merritt or Callum Mills? Um, I might, I might VC. Uh, I'm probably going to VC. Um, Merritt into captaining of Mills. Mm. Uh, I'm just thinking about whether or not Merritt gets any attention. Um, potentially, you know, because the last two weeks he's been tagged very mm. heavily since his 170 game. Mm. 
And also Parrish, Shield, both back in the lineup. So there's a few more mouths to feed in that Eston midfield. Mm. Um, and Angus Brayshaw is a scoring machine in his midfield minutes. So mm. he's a tempting, tempting third option to replace Merritt. And uh, you don't fancy Brandon Ellis off the uh, halfback flank against North Melbourne? No, nah, because if the ball just doesn't go anywhere near the defence, then he won't score anything. So Gold, Coast, gonna... Gold Coast are dog shit, though. They are dog shit, but I um, no, I have a very clear captaincy philosophy. You back you back inside mid, inside outside midfielders, um, and you don't get weird and funky. Yeah, yeah. Um, as the uh, as the minor premiership, Victor, I'm going to give you the final comment. Um, final comment to your boys and also to your opposition this weekend. Tim's Tim's comment was uh, suck my balls, Simon. Any any response to that? Um. I mean, I'm the ball specialist, and I know the team only has one nut left, so uh, <laughs> I don't really want to go anywhere near that. What? Team's got one nut. <laughs> I don't even know if this is just some excellent banter or actually the truth. No, that's just 100% true. He's got one nut. <laughs> well, it's just, I... like, it's just like a single mango down there. <laughs> As opposed to a couple of apricots, which is the typical setup that you might have. Apricots, Jesus! <laughs> what are you rocking? What am I rocking? Oh, well, I don't know. Apricots are kind of big to have two of them. Couple of grapes, like what? What are we? No, I'm going too small. All right, plums. I think plums is the general one, right? Uh, plums are like cherry size. <laughs> Anyway, Tim's got a mango down there. <laughs> you heard it here first. Timmy has a mango. All right. Thank you very much, uh, uh, Simon. Uh, good luck on the weekend, and good luck with Giuseppe's wrath if you uh, don't come away with the uh, the cup. Yeah, thanks, mate. Look, a little nervous, a lot of expectation on Lost Baller, um, but I take comfort in the fact that we're the underdogs this weekend. Um, teams do less team somehow posting three back-to-back 1,200-plus scores. And I've posted um, just the one in the last three weeks. So um, quietly confident, but not feeling too much pressure, particularly against him. I think um, I think there's one Timmy Ting left in him. And I think it's going to happen this weekend. But I look forward to uh, him VCing someone stupid or, or playing Brandon Parfit on field straight out of the pool and, and watching him go 75. <laughs> or captaining Tom Cutler and watching him come on as the emergency sub. Amazing. <laughs> Good luck, mate. Cheers. Thank you, Kamesh. All right, on that note, I hope you've laughed. I hope you've cried. Let's um, slow things down with things I'm grateful for. 20 past 11. I'm grateful for a good blog. I am grateful for Etsy, where you can get all sorts of things like, all sorts of new and original ideas like um, crab claw pod openers, speedos with crabs on them. I am grateful for the Shadow Realm, which uh, I think Jared should cast himself into. I'm grateful for um, 
Find the duck. <laughs> that could be a belter of a game. I mean, picture being 20 deep and trying to find a crab with a blindfold on. And it nips ya. That'd hurt. Um, I'm grateful for our listeners. We're expanding. Shout out Reese. Shout out Gunt. Shout out that other guy, Justin. Is there a worse name than Brenton? I suppose Brent Off would be bad. I'm grateful that my name isn't Brent Off. Or Just Out. I'm supposed to just in. I'm grateful for John Moritz um, in his efforts as um, social vice president this year of the What Microbe League. Great work, mate, on all your social events you organised this year. We had a great time. I mean, obviously, fucking wise decision not to host anything. Grateful for Jordan Dinger. Shout out Jordan Dinger, my new strata manager. Um, if you can reduce my contributions to the um, the common fund, that'd be nice. <laughs> I'm grateful for Zach letting out odds work during the week. <laughs> uh, yes, I know, but it makes me richer, obviously. <laughs> I'm grateful for someone else having to take on the role of commissioner next year. Oh, it's good blog. It's a tough gig, guys. It's a tough gig. And if anyone wants to put their hand up for podcaster next year, that'd be great. Grateful for Tim's dog. That guy. I tell you what, Nathan, if you need something to cuddle, recommend Tim's dog. Probably can't get two arms around Tim's dog, though. It's that big. It's like a bear. I'm grateful for making jokes in the what mop bowl chat and getting absolutely no reacts. Thanks, guys. Scoopers, 400 shirts, two reacts. Me, would just cover the annual Rex owner budget. That is objectively funny. Fuck you guys. Sure, sorry, it's supposed to be a grateful section. Grateful for Tim dropping Tom Lynch. I still think there's a twist to this grand final tale. Oh, I'd love to see big Tom Kicker bag. I'm grateful for the Shacks. A lot of fun this year, Johnny. It's a wild ride. I'm grateful for Shack emoji. Good find, Jared. Looking forward to seeing you all at the um, at the Krabbies. Looking forward to seeing you all watch Jared Silstra perform comedy. Tickets to the AGM will be on sale this year. Um, for those listening, come down and watch. We'll have a great time. Um, tickets selling for the first release, it is, selling for the low price of um, 
don't know. How about this? Bring a bottle of Deep Woods Semillon Savion Blanc 2022 Ivory from Margaret River and get in. That's a good bottle of Blanc. And um, Carouche. You still have to buy a ticket. I'm sorry, mate. You still got. Yeah, I know you've been a few times, but um, yeah, you're not you're not part of the league. So, ciao, Carouche. Hope you're listening. Bye.